As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. The right kind of preaching always points you to God. It points you away from yourself, away from circumstances, away from people. It always points you to the Lord. And that's why when we come to Stephen's famous sermon in Acts chapter number 7, you come to what I think is one of the greatest models of Bible preaching in all of Scripture. I love the the sermons of the Bible, uh, specifically the sermons of the New Testament. Uh, Study the sermons of the Lord Jesus. Study the sermons of the early apostles. And what you will find is that every one of them uh, simply takes Scripture and uses the Word of God to point you to the God of the Word. And that's exactly what Stephen does in Acts chapter 7. The chapter begins this way, Then said the high priest, Are these things so? By the way, that's the question everybody wants to know. Is this really true? What is the truth? And I love the the response of this Bible preacher in Acts 7, verse number 2. And he said, Men, brethren, and fathers, hearken the God of glory. So he addresses them, he challenges them to listen to him, and then immediately the next words out of his mouth are simply these, the God of glory. Now, in our last passage of Scripture in the end of chapter 6, previous studies, we looked at how the God of glory was exhibited in this man's life. You see, the right kind of preacher is himself to be a demonstration of the message. So it's not just something he says, it's who he is Uh, The preaching is a part of his own life. But now we come to the actual sermon and the theme of the God of glory. If you have your Bible in front of you, you'll see that Acts chapter 7 is a lengthy chapter. And the vast majority of it is simply this man's sermon. It is his answer to the question, and it takes us back to the Old Testament scriptures. In fact, it is full of history. It goes all the way back to the beginning, God's interaction with Abraham and comes forward to the present time where Stephen was living uh, and the people that he was staring in the face. Uh, someone has rightly said that history is his story, meaning God's story. We're, we're seeing God on the pages of history. We're seeing God throughout the scriptures. Uh, it's not men. This is not the story of men and movements. This is not the story of nations and events. This is the story of the God of glory. So here's what I want to do. We're going to walk through the sermon. And instead of giving an outline, per se, as most sermons would be, it is just this continuing drama. It is this unfolding story of the God of glory, what the God of glory did, what the God of glory said, how the God of glory worked. And we'll mark these as we go through them. Let's begin today. Acts chapter 7, verse number 2, Men, brethren, and fathers, hearken, the God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran, and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred, and come into the land which I shall show thee. Then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Haran, and from thence when his father was dead, he removed him into this land 
wherein you now dwell. So let's begin here, all right? If you want to mark these action words, these verbs in your Bible, it might help you see what the God of glory was doing. Here's the first thing. Verse number two, the God of glory appeared. Isn't it wonderful when God shows up? Isn't it wonderful when the Lord steps in and the Lord begins to reveal himself? That's really what all of Scripture is. That is God's great heart and desire from the very beginning. All of the creation was a revelation of the Creator. Christ coming, a revelation of the Father. The Word of God, the revelation of of who God is. And so the God of glory appeared to Abraham. Now, it's fascinating to me because what we want to do is we want to go to what Abraham could not see. He could not see where he was going. He could not see how the story would end. He could not see all of the twists and turns of the journey on his way to the promised land. There was much he could not see, but praise God, he could see the Lord. He watched God at work. In fact, at the end of verse number three, God said, I'm going to take you to a land which I shall show thee. You see, there are things only God can show you, and God will only show you those things when you have your eyes on him. So where did this wonderful story begin? Remember that the preacher is preaching to the nation of Israel. He's saying to them, this all started with God. This all started with God appearing And then we continue, verse number 5, And he gave him none inheritance in it, no, not so much as to set his foot on, yet he promised that he would give it to him for possession and to his seed after him, when as yet he had no child. And God spake on this wise, that his seed should sojourn in a strange land, and that they should bring them into bondage and entreat them evil four hundred years. And the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God, and after that shall they come forth and serve me in this place. So here's a second thing. Look what God did. First, he appeared in verse number two, and then in verse number five, he promised. Oh, I love this. His promise grows out of his person. Uh, He is the God of glory, so you can trust his word. You can believe that everything God says he is going to bring to pass. Everything he foretells, he always fulfills. The writer of Scripture says it is impossible for God to lie. He is the God of all truth. And so he promised. He promised that he would give them the land. He promised them that his family would live there. He promised them that after 400 years of bondage, he would judge the enemy and deliver them. He promised them that they would serve him in this place. And read your Bible carefully, and you will find God always keeps his word. So the God of glory appeared, and the God of glory promised. Then in verse number 8, and he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham begat Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. And Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. I love that expression, God was with him. God was in all of this. Look at him. Look what the Lord did. First he appeared, then he promised, and then he gave What did he give? He gave everything. He gives life and breath and strength and every provision. He gave Abraham a son named Isaac. He gave Isaac a son named Jacob. He gave Jacob 12 sons, you see. Uh, He gave life. Specifically, in verse number 8, he gave them a covenant, a sign, if you will, in the act and the rite of circumcision. It was simply a reminder a physical, tangible, visible reminder 
that God was with them. Then one more today. Verse number 10, the Bible says, And delivered him out of all his afflictions, and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. So the God of glory who appeared and promised and gave now delivered. Of course, this is specifically about Joseph, one of these patriarchs, one of these original boys uh, from which the entire nation of Israel traced their lineage. And to see God delivering him out of his affliction and giving him favor and wisdom, only God can do that. Do you understand the story of the Bible is not Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph? The story of the Bible is the God of glory. The God of glory appeared, the God of glory promised, the God of glory gave, the God of glory delivered. And friends, the God of glory is still at work. And the God who is with them is still with us. The adventure continues. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. <music>